Hello everyone and welcome back to the second season of Come Back Minimalist podcast. This season we are inviting the Indians who are already on their journey to minimalist lifestyle. If you are a regular listener, I'm glad that you're here again and if you're new here, let me introduce myself. This is your host Upasna and I'm here to simplify minimalism for all of us. So today we have Smita on our show who runs an NGO that aims at waste management. She did her PhD in plastic engineering and this helps her to understand the base problem. Her NGO Fiber Cycle spreads awareness about waste segregation, littering, upcycling and aims at minimizing the waste generation by implementing the principles of 5 R's. Refuse, Reduce, Reuse, Repurpose and Recycle. So let's welcome Smita to know the problem with waste as well as a solution. Hey Smita, welcome to our show. Hi, thank you so much. Smita, how are the things going on in Mumbai in the second phase of COVID lockdown? Right, I think it's quite tough, the situation right now with lack of hospital beds and the medical supplies and oxygen. It's uh, kind of very grim. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are going through a rough phase right now. So I think all we can do best is just stay at home and try to break this chain. Right. So then it must have become a hindrance in your NGO activities. Yes, it has. Uh, We have stopped all the activities right now because uh, obviously uh, all the activities were in a collaborative fashion because we had to go to people or, you know, it involved meeting people. So we've kind of canceled that for now till the entire lockdown is, or the situation comes back to normal. Talking about waste segregation, uh, we want to know what is basically waste segregation and why it's important. So, uh, to answer your question, uh, you know, waste segregation is the separating and sorting of waste to facilitate recycling. So, ideally, Whatever waste is generated in your house, you should separate it into four categories, which is dry, uh, wet, hazardous. And you know another category that I'm adding is electronic waste also. And once all of this is sorted, waste is very easily recycled, thereby saving you money, energy, and natural resources. So I'm going to talk about each. So when I say save money, uh, because you have you know successfully segregated your waste, you have saved that cost of sending those valuable resources to landfill. Now you can just easily send it to your local recycler and the cost of transportation, the entire effort of sending it to the dumping yard is saved. So all that money is saved and you know you can put it to better use. When I say save energy, it means that you know we can lower our carbon footprint and help the environment. So any of the recycling process is always less uh, you know energy intensive than the actual raw man- uh, raw material manufacturing process so this is a win win situation uh, for for the environment you know because now you're saving energy uh, other thing is you happen to save natural resources so we all know that all the products that we use are mostly synthetically made and obviously have a burden on most of our natural resources right. so when you're recycling it then uh, you're kind of extending the life of that resource. 
so you don't have to extract more and more out of the environment you can just reuse and you know recycle the current resources and then you know enable this uh, the circular economy which is kind of a very uh, you know a, a great word that's going to come across a lot more uh, in the upcoming years so this is why waste segregation at source is extremely important uh, you know to save money to save energy and obviously to save the burden on our natural resources okay your foundation name it reflects everything you do five r cycle so let's talk about these right. five r's i always wanted to use this name because i wanted to imprint these five r's to everybody so these are principles to go zero waste we all know that you know going completely zero waste is extremely difficult because of the fast consumerism lifestyle we have adapted to right now but i think by implementing these five r's we can always go one step closer to minimizing our waste you know we might not go zero waste but at least we can start minimizing our waste so the five r's actually stand for refuse reduce reuse repurpose and recycle you know there are three r's seven r's you can you can have as many as uh you know possible so i'm going to give you an example of all the r's so first refuse you know we need to refuse um, any extra packaging when we go out for shopping you know take your own bag carry your own bottle carry your own cutlery so these are all fantastic example of uh, you know refusing that extra waste uh, generating resource that you are going to take and you know eventually throw it in the dustbin right reducing this first um, step even this first step uh, reduces a lot of burden on the ecosystem because yes yeah because that's a lot this first thing when we accept what is given in the market it's it creates lots of waste absolutely that's absolutely true and then the second way of uh, you know uh, or the second r that we can all adapt is reduce you know when we go grocery shopping or uh, you know go to buy certain things we can always go opt for bulk consumption you know rather than taking small small items you know we take it in a bulk volume so that that extra packaging that is coming with all those small minimal items is also eradicated and then you have one big probably packaging item to deal with uh, the next is reuse i always feel reuse is one of the best things i think india is quite adapted to reuse you know because we rarely used to throw when we were small anything yeah, we are specialized you know, in this thing <laughs> <laughs> absolutely uh, you know because uh, and everything in your house would be reused you know, it's, it's passed on to your generations or when your clothes passed on to your next generations your shoes are passed on to your next generations so i think now all of that is suddenly uh, you know is fading out but uh, that is one of the best practice to reduce waste uh, you can also donate it to an ngo or donate it for charity you know donate it to the people needy people who can Uh, you know use it or give one more life to that product which is in absolute good fashion and can have a lot more life than you know you tossing it into the waste and uh, ending its purpose there uh, the next r is repurpose so when i say repurpose means you kind of give an another purpose to a waste for example uh, or organic waste you know i think organic waste is one of the beautiful methods uh, or composting is one of the beautiful methods to which organic waste is kind of converted into a very useful fertilizer you know which which you can give back to the plants uh, give back to the crops you know it's a, it's a very important tool for the agricultural system in india um also people who are very creative in their art and craft can obviously uh, you know do a lot more with the uh, you know uh, bottles or you know containers they can convert into planters or fancy uh, other art home decor products that they can people who are very good at this can you know obviously have a lot more 
uh, ideas to kind of convert and obviously share it with the platform of other people who can also try and vouch for this things and the last thing after all of this four hours is the recycle when you know when something is not able to fit into the first four hours then that's the thing where you go for recycling um so recycling is a process where you can convert it convert the waste into a similar value low value or high value you know because it is obviously based on the process of downcycling and upcycling so uh, this recycling is the last thing one should do so you know have the four hours first practice them and then go for recycling so this is the why reason why all of us should practice these five hours so that less and less waste is generated and less and less is sent to landfill nice thank you so much for explaining it so nicely uh, how can one ensure proper recycling of their dry waste so i think the best way is to tie up with your local recycler you know who is already involved into all of these processing so like i told you before there are three options that uh, you know uh, that one can choose is upcycling downcycling or recycling so obviously if you if you are not able to upcycle then you can give it to any of a, any of the recyclers who are either converting it into a fuel which is downcycling or you know waste to energy or you can give it to recycling where you know the same material like for example paper is converted back to paper or plastic is converted back to plastic pellets and then you you can generate it into uh, you know uh, different furniture products or you know flower pots and all these kind of applications so you look for a local recycler who is already doing all of this or an ngo or any agencies who is actually working with this waste uh, and make sure that they are central pollution control board certified also i mean you can just send them their waste to them by efficient segregation at source so i think this makes the life easier for them also because it saves the time in sorting and you know they are able to recover a lot more material and resources uh, if you are able to practice efficient segregation so my advice would be just tie up with any ngos or any agencies or uh, certified recyclers around you to ensure proper recycling of your waste okay smita uh, does one need to clean or wash their uh, you know plastic waste or cartons before depositing it to recyclers um because it's obviously a question because people some uh, sometimes just think that they just need to collect it uh, the way they are and just give it to recyclers but is it so is it the right way no no it's absolutely not the right way because most of the waste uh, or most of the plastic is contaminated through food waste um which is obviously liquid or semi solid in nature so i would recommend everybody to at least rinse it or wash it you know once before you send it to recycling because what happens is the organic uh, matter starts uh, you know degrading and uh, obviously then it starts to stinking uh, so and obviously it contaminates all the good waste also along with it and then it's absolutely no more recyclable and even a lot more energy and uh, you know resources are spent in in uh, cleaning all of that so why you create a burden on the next level rather than you can just you know rinse it or wash it at your own um, uh, house itself and then send it for recycling so i think it's the best way to do that we all should wash if there is any liquid or semi solid food or any kind of uh, you know matter um, that is stored or uh, has been stored in it okay uh, smita uh, we have seen that electronic waste is on a high and it's yeah. increasing exponentially in the last few years because everyone is uh, behind the gadgets and you know uh, upgrading yeah. them upgrading gadgets is 
nowadays is like very easy and available to right. everyone so uh, with this right. electronic waste is uh, increasing and uh, here comes the importance of electronic waste recycling how it can be done properly yeah i'm i'm glad that you you know we are talking about electronic waste because i think this uh, specific waste stream still needs a lot more awareness uh, you know india right now as per the global e waste monitor 2017 report generates 2 million tons of uh, you know e waste annually oh and God. we are ranked fifth among the e waste producing countries after us china japan and germany so we are quite there um and in 2016 a uh, 17 india treated only 0.036 metric tons of its e-waste so that's very less and uh, all our e-waste is currently being handled by the informal sector and it's in a very crude manner uh, we all know uh, what kind of hazards electronic waste can uh, you know pose because they have heavy metals heavy toxic substances such as mercury lead beryllium and cadmium Uh, you know even in minute quantities this could be this could impact uh, you know a lot more to the environment so imagine if all of this electronic waste is uh, you know untreated and it goes to the landfill where already we are having a lot of greenhouse gas emissions um with that now you have these toxic substances leaching out or you know probably uh, going out into the environment how much of a threat it is going to pose to humans animals and the environment so i think everybody has to think on these lines that electronic waste uh, definitely contains a lot more hazardous uh, you know elements so recycling it and ensuring that it is given to a local uh, you know central pollution control uh, both certified uh, agency or company is extremely important so that they can handle it well they can dispose it well and they can recycle it well because you know i think this is extremely the need of the are that with the fast adaptation to the technology and uh, you know that we all are so gadget freaks nowadays you know electronic waste is going to be a very big and rising problem so we all need to uh, you know focus on its waste management and also on its recycling how your ngo collect the waste and how do you recycle i mean do your organization recycle it or do you send it to some other uh, other company or firm right so the our ngo has two verticals right now first is creating awareness and then second is having an infrastructure so anybody who approaches us or we approach anybody first we create awareness we explain them the importance of recycling we explain them the importance of waste segregation uh, we show them what kind of products are actually made out of recycling and what kind of an impact it is having once uh, you know they have got the idea and they have been quite now they have taken the step of waste segregation uh, then we tell them okay we are going to come uh, you know to your house and collect it every 15 days or every 30 days based on the amount of waste that is generated so right now we are having two three options through which we are uh, you know uh, enabling the waste collection one is through community collection drives so basically we go to a certain community or a society and then in every 15 days you know we set up a small kiosk where people can come and drop off their waste uh, the second is uh, you know we've also tied up with a lot of commercial and retail shops so pasna uh, this might i don't know how much attention you have also paid that whenever you go to any you uh, know food food uh, stall or if you go to uh, you know a farsan shop or anything mm-hmm. the amount of plastic waste generated is extremely high yes uh, yes i, I agree yes this is not yeah 
right so you always see that bin always full and nobody is doing anything about it but we have tied up with certain small farshan shops you know some small commercial retail shops uh, like hardware chemist all of these who actually also throw a lot of packaging and paper through uh, to the local municipal corporation so we go to them every 2 3 days because they are generating it very recurringly than us because their consumption is high so this is how we uh, do the pickups or this is how we do the collections um then the collection comes to our center and uh, first uh, step is we check if anything is reusable if it is in good condition we sort it and then we give it to an, any other ngo or anybody who needs it um if it is not reusable or uh, you know if it's gone you know its condition is good then we uh, sort all of that waste into 22 plus categories uh, and based on its condition when i say condition it means whether it's more contaminated or it's torn or uh, you know or it's not fit for upcycling or uh, kind of all of these uh, the condition and the category of that waste is checked and then we subject it to downcycling upcycling or recycling and we have tied up with companies uh, who are uh, you know authentically recycling it and then we send all of these specific categories of waste to them so that they can actually recycle it efficiently so this is how the entire collection uh, model and the you know the recycling model of our ngo works right now yeah uh, the point which you have mentioned that you uh, collect waste from the small uh, vendors it's very important yes. because yes i have uh, in the past i have asked so many vendors that how do you uh, i mean where do you dump this waste of yours in the evening when you go back so uh, they right. say someone come to us to collect the waste or we collect it and throw it in the you know main city dustbin it's very important because right. sometimes because of the uh, you know laziness or yeah ignorance yeah. <laughs> people people tend to uh, throw it anywhere they find suitable nearby they don't think right. about yeah uh, recycling it so uh, smita one last question from my side because sure. uh, we need so many uh, ngos or corporation like yours in every city to handle the problem at level and because one is not right. so if someone wants to start a ngo service or any small uh, venture like yours uh, where mm. people yeah to handle the waste so how can they uh, mm. begin or uh, the few first steps how should they start and uh, who should they approach right so i think first uh, you know the first and foremost thing that everybody whoever is uh, going for any social uh, cause you know whether it's waste management or any other uh, you know cause i think they should be very passionately connected to it because it takes a whole uh, lot of effort energy and uh, you know interest from your side to drive this entire uh, uh, you know activity so firstly they should be very passionate about this whole topic and uh, then obviously they can do their little research on what they want to do you know there is a lot of reports available there are a lot of ngos who are also working you know you can always check their resources you can always check the government websites about the recent statistics and etc and um, then you devise your own way of you know how you want to start and uh, for me at least when i started uh, you know i uh, always wanted a platform so first you have a platform whether it's an ngo whether it's a company you know register whatever you wish to um and then obviously you start 
start uh, you know marketing your idea you start talking to people uh, who have similar interests like you or who are in similar experience or background like you um and then you kind of take the ideas from there and find the gaps and then start working on those and for me uh, luckily when i started this a lot of the recyclers have been really supportive they have actually uh, you know uh, handholded uh, my efforts and they're like okay we are going to support you you just start start your work so i think this is the best way you know uh, try to do a little bit market research have a lot more passion about what you are going to do because uh, you know you are the only one who is going to run the show at least you have to have complete faith despite whether you get any success or no you have to be extremely patient because social causes are not something that uh, overnight you are going to see any results you have to be extremely patient and obviously passionate to keep pushing it so i think this is my two cents if anybody wants to take up this especially uh, waste management effort that you know be passionate about it uh, you know do your research talk to your local people Uh, and try to try to work with them and you know try to solve the problem hmm. uh i've seen so many people are passionate about waste management and our environment but still uh, they feel that if we give our uh, full day to <laughs> this uh, social service right. how will they earn i mean how will they be able to pay their bills so i want to ask you here how much of your day time uh, this social cause takes because uh if someone wants to take this initiative up with their full time or part time job uh will, mm. will will be they able to do that um i think uh it's a very difficult question because right now for me uh, i am working as a completely social entrepreneur so my mm-hmm. full time activities so i spend about like 12 to 14 hours working on this daily now that includes everything because i do the marketing i do the study i do you know there are so many contacts or calls that we get so i answer all of them you know going and convincing everywhere uh, marketing everything i do so i think it requires a lot more effort so if somebody wants to do it very passionately then they can do it full time but if they want to do it uh, you know part time then they can probably uh, be a part of it and have somebody engaged in that for full time you know you can you can be a part timer and have somebody actually working because see here it takes a lot of time time is the key thing in driving any social cause because it took me 8 months to get some visibility to for my cause to reach to people that much campaigning that much awareness and that much uh, idea propagation had to happen so imagine if i was working half, like you know only half the right. time that i am currently doing then probably it would take another two years or something to reach out right. yeah so, so it it, and, it, will, uh, it will it will be possible but it will take more time it's just that yes 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 absolutely it will take more time okay yeah thank you so much smita your inputs have been uh, so helpful for our audience and i'm sure they have so many takeaways here from our conversation yeah, thank you again yeah thank you so much for giving a platform to talk about this uh, you know and i think i would just like to end up uh, or end this conversation with two important messages to everybody who is going to listen to this podcast is that you know please start segregating your waste and also don't litter you know please don't throw your waste anywhere in the surrounding or anywhere in the environment you know responsibly i think if you are able to do these two practices efficiently 
then uh, you know we are definitely uh, uh, winning there. the uh, you know yeah we are we definitely half there and we are definitely winning this battle of uh, you know the rising problem of waste management so uh, please guys uh, you know please segregate your waste and do not litter please your support is the only motivation that keeps me going so subscribe to the channel and do rate us on itunes and podchaser thank you Thanks for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, then don't forget to check out other episodes on Comeback Minimalist podcast. And yes, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. If you have any suggestions or feedback, you can reach out to me through my social media handles, Comeback Minimalist or Instagram and Facebook. Or you can mail me over comebackminimalist@gmail.com. Bye bye.